The Amos and Andy Show, transcribed, written by Joe Connolly and Bob Mosier, featuring Ernestine Wade, Amanda Randolph, Johnny Lee, Lillian Randolph, Millie Bruce, Frank Gerstle, Jeff Alexander's music, yours truly, Harlow Wilcox, and starring radio's all-time favorites, Freeman Gosden and Charles Corral. Amos and Andy! Well, about a week ago, Andy Brown met a young girl, Gertrude Thompson. Despite the fact that she's years younger than Andy, he's taken quite an interest in her. They've been out dancing to the theater together, and tonight, Gertrude has had Andy up to her house for a quiet little dinner alone. Right now, dinner is over, and Andy is helping Gertrude wash the dishes. Uh, Gertrude, uh, could I ask you something? Of course, Mr. Brown. What is it? Uh, you won't get mad or nothing, will you? Of course not. And, uh, you ain't gonna think I was forward, is you? Not at all. What is it? Well, you got a short sleeve dress on, so would you mind reaching down in the garbage disposal and fishing out my cigar butt? Tell me something. Mr. Brown, you've never been married? No. Uh, it ain't cause I ain't had a lot of chances. Uh, plenty of gals has been infatuated with me. Thing is, I ain't never been fetched up with them the way they've been fetched up with me. But someday you'll find the right girl and settle down, won't you? Oh, sure. I plan to get married and settle down one of these days now that I've reached my maternity. <laughs> Well, Mr. Brown, if you ever do get married, have you any idea who it would be? Well, I always figured it'd be uh, a woman. Uh, <laughs> but tell me, Gertrude, uh, is you ever think of what kind of husband I'd make? Well, to tell you the truth, Andy, that's the reason I've gone out with you so much and had you up here to dinner, to find out what kind of husband you'd make. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and uh, just what is the verdict, my cutie patootie? Well, I think you're very sweet, Andy, and that you'd make a wonderful husband. Hot dog. <laughs> yes, Andy, you're so charming and friendly and sweet and affectionate and cheerful. No. Andy, what's wrong? Nothing. Then, then what are you pouting for? You forgot handsome. So, Andy, look like you're going to take the feudal step, huh? Oh, yeah, that Gertrude is pretty interested in me. But don't talk like that, Kingfish. Marriage ain't bad. Well, now, listen, Andy, the only difference between marriage and them fellows that made the charge of the light brigade into the valley of death is that them boys had a horse to make the trip easier. <laughs> Tell me this, uh, what are you doing with all this junk here in your room, Club? Spring cleaning here? What is, what is this? No, 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 I'm throwing out all these pimentos I got from gals in the past year. With Gertrude talking about marriage, I wouldn't want her to never see none of this stuff. Yeah, you sure got a lot of stuff from gals in the past, you, Andy. Oh, yeah. Look at here. 
There's an old dance card, mm-hmm. a college pennant, a rose, and this glove. Oh, boy, I got that from Tilly Maysfield. Hey, wait a minute, Andy. What kind of a glove is this? That's a second baseman's myth. <laughs> Tilly was a star with the girls' softball team. Yeah, well, whatever happened to Tilly? Oh, I tried to get to second base one night, and she throwed me out in the outfield. <laughs> Look here, Kingfish. A perfumed handkerchief. Mm-hmm. That smelled like real French perfume there, boy. Oh, yeah. That was Gwendolyn Parker. She always wore that French perfume. She worked for a baking company. Boy, I was crazy about her. She smelled like a cross between the streets of Paris and the National Biscuit Company. <laughs> say, tell me something. Uh, they take that perfume from whales, don't they? Uh, sort of say, Andy, but I see the dead whale once on the beach of Coney Island. Believe me, if that whale ever had any perfume, they never should have took it away from him, boy. <laughs> There's just one thing about this Gertrude. Uh, ain't there a big difference in your ages? After all, she's about 20 and you was 47. Well, what about it? Well, don't you realize, Andy, in 20 years you'll be 67 and she'll be 40. What are you going to do then? Oh, she ain't got nothing to worry about. Even if she is an old woman, I'm going to stick by her. <laughs> uh, you know, come to think of it, uh... I guess it's going to take more than them varicose veins of that gout to slow a lover boy like you down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and when they finally put you away, they better not have no woman Paul Barrows. You'll have to climb right out that box, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gertrude is the only gal for me, Kingfish. Gertrude Thompson. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I think Sapphire know her. Do, huh? Yeah, and her mama, that old gal in the woman's club. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I ain't met the mama yet. She was out the other night. But Kingfish, I called Gertrude, and I'm going up to see her tonight. I'm planning on popping the question. Hey, look at this box here. Look at this. Well, 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 you look like you got the ring and everything. Oh, yeah, boy, I got it this afternoon. Let me open the box. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Ain't that a beauty? Yeah, uh, hey, uh, there's a nice setting there, all right, uh, uh, when are you going to have the diamond put in? What do you mean? The diamond is in there, Kingfish. You got to look at it just right. Look here. Look at Now, if you crouch down there and squint at it in the light, you can see it. Yeah, let me look down here. Come on, let's get that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Something just winked at me there. I see the thing. Oh, oh. It's there, Kingfish. Well, good luck to you tonight, Anna. But I got an idea at your engagement party there's going to be a lot of crouching and squinting, boy. George, what's this about Andy and young Gertrude Thompson? That's right, Sapphire. Andy's going up to see her tonight and pop the question. Oh, this whole thing is ridiculous. A young girl like that. Wait till I tell Mama. She's a friend of Miss Thompson's, and I know she'll think it's the worst thing ever. Sapphire, that... is that bald-headed, bandy-legged, nincompoop guy here? Oh, hello, John. <laughs> I didn't see you there. Uh, Mama, if they ever hold the primaries for the pickle of the year, you is going to get the biggest write-in vote in history. <laughs> None of that, George. 
Say, Mama, did you hear the news that Andy Brown is proposing to young Gertrude Thompson? Now, what is that big loafer doing that for? Because the gal is interested in him. She went out with him, she had him up for dinner, talked to him about, uh, asked him what kind of a husband he'd make. Naturally, he's going to propose to her after that. Why, that poor boo. Gertrude ain't interested in him as a husband for herself. How you know that? Now, wait a minute now. What has she been leading him on for? She's interested in Andy Brown as a husband for her mama. What are you talking about, a mama? Well, I'm I'm just telling you. Well, I you had know? lunch with Miss Thompson yesterday. She told me all about it. She's been looking for a husband for the past six months. She had trouble because she's such a big, fat horse. <laughs> Takes one to know one. What? <laughs> Nothing. Now, her daughter's been out trying to get a husband for her. Now, ain't this something? That Andy Brown is on his way up there to propose to the daughter tonight. Holy mackerel. What that poor boob is walking into. This is the biggest mistake since the captain of the Titanic said, look at that big white cloud off the port bow. <laughs> Amos and Andy will be back in a moment. Meanwhile, here's music by The Four Nights. Come to me, my melancholy baby. Cuddle up and don't be blue. All your fears are foolish fancy, maybe. You know, dear, that I'm in love with you. Every cloud must have a silver lining. So wait until the sun shines through. Smile, my honey dear, while I kiss away each tear. Or else I shall be now every cloud must have a silver lining for me. Just wait, just wait, just wait till the sun shines through. Come here and smile, honey dear. Let me kiss away both those tears, or else I shall be melancholy too. So smile, honey dear, while I kiss away each tear, or else I shall be melancholy too. house, I'll ring the bell. Oh, be still, my pounding heart. 
You was about to see the fairest creature in the world. Yes? May I help you? Yeah. Uh, excuse me, mister. Is the lady of the house in? <laughs> I'm the lady of the house. Oh. I'm Mrs. Thompson. Oh, I, I, excuse me. Yeah, see, I see the lights. <laughs> I, I couldn't see so well, you see. I is Andy Brown. Oh, Mr. Brown, come in. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you. You know, Mr. Brown, my daughters talk so much to me about you. Won't you come in the living room? Yes. Say, uh, hey, where's Gertrude? She upstairs getting dressed or something? Oh, no, Gertrude went out. Gertrude went out? Well, I told her I was coming. Yeah, but she thought we'd like to be alone. <laughs> thought there might be something you wanted to ask me. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Ask the mama. Yeah, that's customary. Uh, won't you sit down here on the sofa? Yeah, show. Uh, uh, where are you going to sit? Right here with you. Yeah, well, I guess if we both exhales, we can make it. <laughs> now, there we are. Oh, these lights are so bright. I'll dim them. <laughs> Is that better? Yeah. I can hardly see at all now. <laughs> now, now, what is it you want to tell me, Andy? Well, uh, Mrs. Thompson... Oh, not Mrs. Thompson. Hortense. Yeah, well, Hortense, uh, I've been out with your daughter, and we as request marriage. I suppose you know why I was here tonight, uh, to pop the question. Oh, Andy! <laughs> well, I... Hortense, would you mind not taking such deep breath as you was practically inhaling me off the sofa here? <laughs> Andy, you so cute! Yeah, well, thank you. I guess you know from your daughter how serious I is. Well, tonight I done brought a ring. Oh, a ring. Let me see it. Well, wait a minute. Don't you think we ought to wait for Gertrude? Oh, I can show that to her later. Let me see it. Well, okay. There you is, Hortense. A engagement ring. Oh, Andy, how wonderful. <gasps> wait until Gertrude sees it. Yeah. Oh, everything's just going to be perfect. We'll be so happy. We're going to have a wonderful honeymoon. Yeah, uh, we got, uh, we. <laughs> you is counting on coming along? Well, of course, silly. Yeah, but what about Gertrude? Oh, she'll stay right here in New York. In New York? Yeah. You can drop a postcard here and there along the way. <laughs> I have waited all these years, and now I'm going to wind up with postcards. <laughs> oh, Andy, I'm so happy about this engagement. Oh, let's seal it with a kiss. Well, now, wait a minute. Wait, uh, wait a minute, Chair. I know that you as an affectionate family, but... I don't think we ought to go overboard here. Well, then let's seal it with a hug. Oh, no, no, look, look, Miss Thompson. Uh, as, as long as Gertrude ain't here, suppose we just shake hands, slap each other on the back, and call it an evening. <laughs> oh, come in, Brother Andrew. 
You know, I thought you was going to run into a mess last night at Miss Thompson's house, but I see by the newspapers it worked out fine. What you mean, Kingsley? Well, uh, I was here to switching horses in midstream, but I ain't never heard of someone jumping from a Shetland pony to a rhinoceros before. <laughs> what is you talking about, Kingsley? Well, it's right here in the paper on the society page about your engagement. Oh. Oh, yeah. Gertrude's mama done put it in the paper already, huh? Oh, yeah. It's in your end. Uh, let me read it to you. Uh, say here, Miss Gertrude Thompson announces the engagement of her mother, Mrs. Hortense Thompson, to Mr. Andrew H. Brown of the city. Yeah. Well, you see, when I, I, uh, uh, say, Kingfish, in that sentence you just read there, didn't you put the predicated before the subjective? <laughs> Throw in a retratic uh, adenoid there someplace or something. <laughs> oh, and uh, see here, Miss Gertrude Thompson announces the engagement of her mother, Mrs. Hortense. Hold it, Kingfish, hold it. Call the newspaper. They got a typographical error there. <laughs> well, it ain't no error, Andy. This isn't all the newspapers. Well, wait a minute now, wait. Maybe I just don't understand this newspaper wording. Kingfish, in that announcement, the language boiled down to the fact that somebody is engaged, don't it? Mm, you was coming in on the beam, Andy. <laughs> and one of them persons is Andrew H. Brown. That's me, ain't it? Still on the beam, Andy. And the person Andrew H. Brown is engaged to is Miss Gertrude Thompson, ain't it? Son, you just nosedived into the hangar. <laughs> scheduled to do your formation flying with an old seagull, boy. Now, wait a minute here. Wait, this couldn't happen. Call my lawyer. I'm going to sue the newspaper. I'm going to sue everybody. I've been framed. Well, calm down now, Andy. I'm down nothing. How could I go up there to pre-post to the daughter and wind up engaged to the mother? Yeah, well, Andy, there's very few persons in the world that could do a thing like that, and all the others I can think of is under lock and key. <laughs> Kingfish, give me that phone. I'm going to call Mrs. Thompson and tell her this is all a mistake. Yeah, well, now, wait a minute, Andy. Now, look here. Ain't no use to... Wait. Just take your time there. Uh, it ain't no mistake. Oh, I tell you, Kingfish. I, Hello. I... Listen, Hortense, this is Andy Brown. Oh, Andy, I'm so glad you called. I was just talking to Gertrude, and she's so happy about our engagement. She is happy? Yes, I'm so proud of my little girl finding me a wonderful man like you. Yeah, well, I... Hold the phone. <laughs> hey, Kingfish, you was right. There was no mistake. The daughter would just get me for the mother. What can I do? I can't marry an old gal like that. Well, Andy, tell her it's all a mistake. Tell her that she has thrown the net around the wrong fish. Yeah. Look, Hortense, the thing is... Uh... Oh, Andy, I'm so thrilled. I done called up all the relatives, and they're all coming up for the wedding. I got the little shackle around the corner, and Andy, we gonna be mad a week from today. Yeah, but, uh... Hold the phone. <laughs> uh, what's the matter, Andy? Kingfish is too late to get out of the net. This flounder is already in the frying pan. <laughs> Look, Hortense, I'll call you later. What's the matter? Something wrong? No, no. Goodbye. Well, son, what are you going to do now? Kingfish, the first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to lay right down here on the floor and give myself artificial perspiration. No. <laughs>
Amos and Andy will be back shortly. Kingfish, I'm telling you, I got to find some way to break off this engagement with Mrs. Thompson. Yeah, with the wedding set and all them relatives coming, boy, you was on the spot, Ori. Yeah, that's right. And I done sent for Al Gonquin, J. Calhoun, too, to see if he can get me out of this mess. I wish he'd get you. Oh, yeah, and I tell you what, maybe there's a weed, uh... Hi, boy. Yeah, I am. What's the trouble? Uh, <laughs> listen, Calhoun... Andy thought that he was preposing to a young gal. Yeah. And through a misunderstanding, he ended up engaged to a mother. And he wanted to find some way to break the news to the mama that it was all a mistake. Yeah, Calhoun, it's driving me crazy. Well, now, ain't this a coincidence? My brother got into the same kind of mess with a daughter and a mother exactly five years ago. Well, how did it turn out? Well, something unexpected happened there, and my brother never had to worry about the situation from that day on. What was it that happened? The old lady shot him in the head. <laughs> no, me. Listen, I don't want to take no chances of being no leadhead. Really? The only way out is if you could find some way to make the old gal break off the, the, the marriage. Yeah, well... She ain't gonna do that, Calhoun. She crazy about Andy. Oh, yeah. I was pretty irresistible, you know. Well, I'm just thinking here. Say you made Andy unattractive to her. You know, told her that Andy was some kind of criminal or something. That ought to break off the engagement. Yeah, that's a big chance, but it just might work, Andy. Oh, wait a minute. How are we gonna do it? I just can't go up there and say, I, as a criminal, give me my ring back. Wait a minute. I tell you what I'm gonna do, Andy. Mrs. Thompson is a friend of Sapphire's mama. So I go on up there as a friend of the family. I'll tell her that I found out what a fiend you is, and it's my duty to tell her the whole story. Yeah, but suppose it don't work, and I got to go through with the marriage to Mrs. Thompson. Oh, now, she can't be as bad as you say. What does she look like? Well, wait a minute. There's a picture of her in the paper here someplace. I'll find it. Well, Andy, if you have to go through with the marriage, let me give you a bit of advice. You gotta have a faithful heart. Yeah. A firm hand. Yeah. A loving disposition. Here's a picture. And a strong stomach. Won't you come in, Mr. Stevens? Oh, uh, thank you, Miss Thompson. Yeah. Uh, my daughter ain't home. Well, it's just as well. Uh, what I have to say is too horrible to be heard by a human being, so I think I'd better tell you first. You see. <laughs> Why, Mr. Stevens, what's wrong? Uh, Miss Thompson, uh, I've come up here as a friend of the family, and what I'm going to tell you is in confidence, and I hope that you will not ultra-violate my trust. Actually, not, Mr. Stevens. And what is it? Uh, Miss Thompson, uh, I'm afraid I must tell you that I am suspicious that your sweet, kind, lovable fiance is a psychopathic killer. Andy Brown? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that he is none other than that horrible fiend, A.H. Brown, alias Hacksaw Harry, alias Cutthroat Cuthbert, alias Screwy Louie. <laughs> 
Mr. Stevens, Andy is always so cheerful and so pleasant. Well, that's the way it is with this crew, Louis. One minute he's just as normal as we is, and the next minute he's stuffing somebody in the trunk. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, just to be nasty about it, he sends the trunks to the police. I understand down at headquarters on a good day, they get as many as ten trunks. Oh, you mean he's done something like this here recently? Well, that's a little hard to say. I understand right now the New York Police Department is so jammed up with trunks, they are still opening the January deliveries. <laughs> well, Mr. Stevens, what makes you think that Andy's this horrible person? Well, this fellow makes a practice of marrying women and then doing away with them. Oh, no. Uh, yesterday, after Andy proposed to you, uh, he bought a length of rope, a hatchet, a bucket of quicklime, and a steamer trunk. <laughs> Mr. Thompson, if you ain't careful... You was liable to go on your honeymoon courtesy of the American Express Company. Oh, I just can't believe this about Andy. He's so gay and so carefree. Well, there's another thing that points to him. Yeah. See, this fellow's a frivolous type of killer. Oh, my. In fact, the way he gets around to bumping off his victims uh, is by suggesting that they play a little game. A little game? That's right. Uh, Miss Thompson, so... If in the next few days, Andy say to you, Honey, let's play Trunky Wonky, be on your guard. Be on your guard. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. Now, he may or may not be the trunk murderer, screwy Louie, but uh, natural, there's going to be a big scandal, and I just thought... Uh, oh, you're right, Mr. Stevens. I can't afford to take no chances. What should I do? Well, naturally, you don't want to mention this to nobody, oh, but... Uh, the thing to do is to call Andy up mm -hmm. and just tell him that you has changed your mind. Tell him that you never want to see him again and all that stuff. I'll do that. I'll do that right away. But, Mr. Stevens, don't you think I'll call up the police? Oh, no, no, no. Don't do that. No, no. no. They'll take care of it. And anyway, they're probably too busy unpacking trunk stands to the phone. They're... <laughs> This is the doggonest mess I done ever heard of preposing to the daughter and getting engaged to the mother. Well, Amos, I think I was out of the woods for a while. With the kingfish telling Mrs. Thompson that story about me being a trunk murderer, she done called the whole wedding off. Yeah, well, that was a stupid thing to do. Uh, why couldn't you explain the truth to the woman? Oh, listen, Amos. When a woman done invited all the relatives, hired the preacher, and bought the wedding gown... That ain't no time to test her sense of humor. Yeah, but Andy, she is bound to find out that you ain't no trunk murderer. What is you going to do then? Well, I think about that too, Amos, and I'd unpack my things this morning. I'm getting out of town for about a month till this whole thing blows over. Oh, Andy, this is a mess. Oh, yeah, the kingfish is helping me too. He's checking my stuff at the station now. You see, I'm doing this whole thing on the QT. Don't want Mrs. Thompson to know I'm leaving town. Landy, I never seen anybody in my life getting messed up the way you does with gals. Oh, yeah, Amos. Look what love has done to me. I tell you, if I ever meet up with that fellow Dan Cupid, I'm going to jam that bow and arrow right down his throat. <laughs> things from a room here. Done paid the landlord, and the kingfish took my trunk and stuff down to the station. Now, if I can... Just... 
Come in. Uh, yes, sir. I'm Lieutenant Barrett of the New York Police Department. I'm looking for Andy Brown. Uh, uh, uh yes, sir. I'm Andy Brown. Uh, what can I do for you? Well, we got a rather hysterical call from a Mrs. Thompson saying something about you being under suspicion as a trunk murderer. Oh, that. Oh, no, sir. That's, uh, just a story a friend of mine made up. Ha, ha, ha. Kind of a joke, you know. Well, that's a peculiar kind of a joke. You're, uh, sure you're on the level here? Oh, yes, sir. I ain't no trunk murderer. I don't know nothing about no trunks. Oh, I tell you, mister, I ain't never seen trunk... Well, Andy, I sneaked the trunk down to the station and got it on the train oh, under the assumed name that you give me. So, you are the trunk murderer. You're both under arrest. No, now, wait a oh, minute. No. 